What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wise Women Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring godly wisdom to your world. It's Wednesday, so you already know what that means. It is time to wise up. Let's talk wise, be wise, so that we can live wise. What's up, everybody? Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to a new season, a fresh start. I'm so super excited to be here. I am your podcast host, Jennifer Brienne. If this is your first time with me, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you. If you're returning from last season, what's up? How are you? I'm so super excited to be here, um, to be back. Oh my gosh, just to be back in the groove of things. So if you don't know, today I'm going to tell you about where I've been. Uh, It's been amazing. I can't lie. And the things that God has done have blown my mind. And I just can't wait to share with you every story. Let's start with this story, though. Um, For the past year, my life has completely changed. I went from being uh, a doctoral student, living my own life, doing my best thing by myself, thriving, striving, surviving, um, bumping to the beat of my own drum to becoming a wife and a mother of two children in the middle of a global pandemic while taking three semesters of doctoral school. And let me tell you, uh, (laughs) it was a lot. It's not over, but I'm finally at a place where I feel like my head is above water and I can begin sharing some of the life wisdoms I've learned. So there's been a lot of transition, a lot of changing. If you can imagine, you know, five to six months after you get married, you're given, you know, a four-year-old who turned five. And then a few months after that, you know, you have, you're welcoming a newborn. So again, a lot has changed. I have a, a husband. Oh, he's so amazing. Shout out to you, babe, if you're listening. I know you are. Um, you're the most amazing husband ever. And he got sent on an active duty deployment because of COVID. That's probably not the right terminology, but basically he's away from the home right now. And It's just been a transition. So today, what I want to talk to you guys about is adjusting with God. Okay, let me tell you, it was never, ever, 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 ever my plan to have children before I finished my doctorate. It wasn't even in my plan to get married before I finished my doctorate. Um, Why was the doctor so priority? Because it's one of those things I wanted to be finished with before I started a family, before I got into those roles and places and spaces. But here we are, full family out of nowhere and we still have one course one semester of coursework left and I'll tell you guys adjusting like what does it mean to adjust it means to slightly make a variation in the way that you thought something was going to go and the way the method was or in the strategy that was set up it means to deviate from the method of what you were doing but not lose sight of the goal And that has been the hardest thing for me to do in the past year. You can imagine, I know you guys have been going through your own changes and transitions and having to adjust to the climate, having to adjust to um, society, having to adjust to the changes for because of COVID, you know, adjusting to wearing a mask if, you know, you follow that ordinance, adjusting to not having as much freedom to go and do whatever you wanted to do. Well, I've adjusted outside and inside, adjusted to being a married woman. I like having somebody sleeping in my bed, ha- sharing a home with someone. I mean, everything from loving to toilet paper, you know, to organizing the pantry, to what happens in my space, what happens in his space, to having children. 
um, adjusting to loving and and being touched like that all of these major and minor transitions that I've had to adjust to and that's just in the home not you're also adjusting to having a new family and then wanting to be around wanting to be in the space wanting to be near wanting to be a part um and especially being away from your own family like it, there's so many adjustments but i'm telling you that the main thing that i had to adjust with is adjusting with god being okay with not my will but your will be done god like that's the real wisdom behind what i've experienced this past year or so I know that I kept podcasting in some of those spaces and I took the last season off the last three to four months just because I wanted to be sure that I was who I needed to be that I had actually adjusted so the question is how do you know that you adjusted because sometimes you can make a change but it's not a it's not a change for the better here's an example um one of the things that I turned to being pregnant, having a child with a husband who was away, I had to write, I had to scream at paper, you know, I had to find other ways to deal with all the things that I was going through. And I could have adjusted in a negative way. I didn't, but I could have adjusted by turning to drugs as an outlet, you know, getting high, smoking, um, drinking, all of these other vices to try to deal with what I was going through. But when you give your life to God and when you really rest yourself in him, he will show you what you need to do and how you need to do it. He will help you with the adjustment. The problem is, is that we go at life not knowing that we need to be a part of God's plan and that we think we're on God's path and that he's ordered the steps that we're taking and we never check that with him. And so before we know it, we are leading out of God's permissive will and we're getting led to his perfect will and it doesn't align because we had a will in our head that didn't align with his perfect will. I truly believe that it is God's perfect will that I'm exactly where I am and exactly where I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to be here. I do believe that it was my permissive will to not be here until a later point in life. But God's perfect peace, God's perfect provision, God's perfect plan are all right here for me. And I had to adjust to what I thought was impossible, uncomfortable, um, and not for me, okay? Because it was for me. And I counted myself out. I said, no, I'm not going to have those things in life till later. And so I had to adjust. I had to adjust my way of thinking. I had to adjust my way of being. I had to adjust my way of living. I had to adjust my way of cooperating. And I had to adjust my way of collaborating. Those are the things that when you are in a season with God that you need to adjust, those are what you're going to have to change. You're going to have to change how you think about the matter. I had to adjust what I thought about being a, a wife and a mother in doctoral school. I saw all these horror stories and all these mom blogs. I had to adjust my thinking with that. I had to adjust my way of being because not only did I need to change my thinking about it because the Bible says, as a man thinks, so is he. I also had to adjust how I went about it, how I sat in the place. I could sit here and be depressed, sad, but I got children who need me. I have a husband who needs my support as he's away and wants to be here. There are a lot of things that I had to change in order to be present, to be um, an example, to be the strength and the light and the anchor to really hold my family together in a way that I've never done before. I had to adjust my way of friendships. I, I didn't have time to be on the phone all day, every day, FaceTime and texting back and forth. As a matter of fact, I'm really bad about my phone. You probably heard it earlier. That's my husband texting me. But um, for the most part, I don't know where that thing is. <laughs> and when I do find it, it's not charged. <laughs> 
that's the part of mom life. You have to adjust. I was a basketball player, and one of the things that my coach always used to tell us, pivot in the paint, pivot in the paint, and I had to pivot hard, okay? have to make a couple pivot moves without losing my anchor foot. Because you know that anchor that I'm talking about is the anchor in the Lord that I really had to level up in my prayer life and my reading life and my fasting, especially now since I'm postpartum and I can give up some things without thinking that I'm risking my baby. But yeah, I have to adjust my way of being. You can't just think differently. You have to do differently. And that's what that being component is. And it's really important because faith without works is dead. So you can think differently all you want to. You can believe differently all you want to, but you got to do something about it. And I had to do something about me realigning myself to what was God's will for my life or this season. On top of that, I had to live differently. If I'm doing differently, I have to live differently. You know, when you're single by yourself, you can do what you want. You can be naked when you want to. You can put socks wherever, you know, toilet paper over or under, cook, don't cook. You know, if you want to, you're single. You can do what you want to do. Um, But that's not the case when you have a family and you're sharing a space. So I had to live differently. Um, I had to live completely differently so that my life could be different and be accommodating for those that I was living with. You might be also hearing my little baby girl on the podcast this morning as well um, because she woke up in the middle of this broadcast. But yeah, I had to live differently. That's just me, guys. I'm a mom now. So all these perfectly edited um, recordings and it's a new day in my life. So we're going to get it how we live here. Um, living, I think, uh, is diff- is is one of the major adjustments also because you got to think all of your living, not just your physical space, not just your proximity, but also how you eat, where you eat, um, where you go, what you do, all of your life changes. And a lot of people don't talk about that when God is calling for you to adjust. It may be a minor move here or a major adjustment here, moving my living space, all of these things different, very, 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 very different. And that's why I said I had to adjust how I co- how I cooperate. My previous thought and way of enacting with others um, was very different than the way it is now. Because now I have people who are inside my space, inside my home, yeah, <laughs> um, who are with me. Um, and we have to cooperate very differently as opposed to me making connections. And these last two are very synonymous, but they're different because to cooperate with someone means to join them in something to collaborate with someone. It means that we are siding by each other on a journey to finish this thing. And, and so cooperating was cooperating with those that I live with, making adjustments in the home to, okay, this is your preference. I'll lay that down over my preference, but collaborating took place outside of the home, meaning that I needed friends who had mom vehicles because I got car seats. I needed friends who um, could help me to understand what I was going through because it's a journey that I've never been on. So now I'm collaborating and partnering people on this journey called life in this new way. And so maybe you need to adjust. Maybe those friends from the past season don't fit the friends that you have in this new season. Maybe you need to walk alongside some people who who are where you're going and who have for you what God has called you to so that you can see how the journey should look and maybe some tips and pointers on what you should do. As a matter of fact, I connected one of my mom friends last night and she was asking me about some tips um, on how I do my marriage. And I was asking her for her some tips on how she does her motherhood because her child is older than mine. I'm not much older, but 
The point is that she's walked this walk. And so it's okay for you to adjust. And I'm not saying that you have to get rid of everybody from your last season, but I am saying that you need help and you need to support. And if you're going to adjust with God, you need to make sure that your thinking has changed. The Bible says, be you renewed in your mind. And the Bible also says, creating me a new heart. David cried out to God and said, creating me a clean heart, a new heart. What that means from your spirit, it means that you want to be made new in your thinking. You want to be changed and transformed. You want to completely evolve from what you knew to what you want to know. And that's so important. You're thinking, you're being, you're living, you're cooperating, you're collaborating. You have to be different. You have to adjust with God. You have to adjust with God. There's no other way around that. Because if you want what God has for you, if you want his will, if you're truly living out the statement not my will, but your will be done, then you got to walk tall in that. And you have to be ready to be completely transformed. The Bible says, do not be conformed to the ways of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And you have to know that you are walking in the perfect will of God. And that takes you to be renewed before you can get to that perfect will. Because what if I, if I, what if I would have told my husband, I would have said, you know what? It's not, it's not my plan to be married right now. And I actually did tell him that, by the way. (laughs) I'm sure he's probably shaking his head right now listening to this. But I did tell him that because I was still stuck in my will. And we prayed together about it. And I surrendered there. There was an adjustment. And I surrendered next. There was an adjustment. Then I surrendered to the pregnancy test. That was an adjustment. Then I surrendered to the walk of pregnancy. That was an adjustment. Then I surrendered to um, my son coming to live with me. That was an adjustment. There were all of these adjustments and pivots that were made along the way that have created this totally new life for me, this totally new space for me, and really honestly have um, created a new level of womanhood. Yeah, yeah. She's in my arms smiling right now. If you're a baby lover, I'm sure you're eating this up, if you can hear her. But yes, I think that for you, for your life, for what you are called to do, for what God has purposed and created you to do, you must always be willing to adjust with God. You must always be able to recognize that this is a good will. This is my will, but it's not God's will. There's a difference between good and God. The will that I had for my life at this time was good. I was going to finish all of my doctoral coursework. I was going to knock out my doctoral comps. I was going to be all the dissertation. I was going to um, open up a couple things, you know, um, start saving some money, get ready to move. My will was good. My will was good. It wasn't harmful. It wasn't damaging to my future. I could have done it, but it wasn't God's will. So we'll never be able to say that. Well, actually, we will be able to say because we know that God's will is greater than our will, but we'll never be able to say what my life would have looked like if I would have carried out my will because I trusted God. And let me tell you something about adjusting with God. You cannot adjust with God if you have no faith. If you don't have any faith in his will, if you don't have any faith that no matter what it looks like, that it's going to work out and all things work together for the good of those that love you and that are called according to your purpose, then no, you will not be able to adjust with God because you're going to hold on to what you know the outcome will be as opposed to trusting that I'm not really sure what this is going to look like. I'm kind of afraid of what this journey might be, but I'm going to trust God and know that he has me and that he is my keeper. His word says in Psalms that he is my keeper, that he will not let me slip or fall, that he will not let my children, my lineage slip or fall. And so you have to trust that you have to be willing to walk that out. And so many people 
are not willing to see, to let their hand go of what they're holding on so tightly to, to see the will and the fruit of God. You're really talking this morning, aren't you, mama? (laughs) She's probably going to be a podcaster like her mommy. (laughs) But yeah, so you have to be able and willing to adjust and take that leap of faith. It's not, a lot of people think that the leap of faith is like running to the end of a cliff and jumping off and waiting to see what's going to happen. Or they think that leap of faith is quitting their job, you know, with no income, no money, um, no plan, no strategy, and just thinking that God is going to make them a millionaire. No, the leap of faith is in every decision. The leap of faith is in every choice. The leap of faith and adjusting with God is in every single moment that you are faced with the decision. The Bible says that he will lead us in the way that we should go and that the steps of a good man are ordered. The Bible also says that we are to listen to the still small voice behind us saying this is the way, walk in it. A lot of us aren't moving and that's why we aren't being shown where we should adjust. So I suggest that during this time, you decide to adjust with God. There are so many ways that we've had to adjust as a world. And if you haven't adjusted your way of thinking, if you haven't adjusted the way your your way of operating with God, then you might be out of touch with him. You might be carrying out your own will. You might just be watching the world change and adjust and evolve and you're getting left behind and you don't know it. So take this time to really measure where you are in God's will. Seek him for his will. Lay down your will. That's what I did. I lay, I lay down what you want clearly. That's your will. And then listen to see for what God's will is for you. It's really simple. It's not hard. It's, if you open your heart to him and you wrestle in him. Wrestle in him. I'm actually wrestling with the baby right now. <laughs> if you open your heart to him and you trust him. He will expose his will to you. The Bible says that he has plans for you and that he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb and he had a complete plan for you. So there is a difference between God's perfect will and God's permissive will. But that's a totally different conversation for a completely different podcast and another day. If you want us to talk more about it, let me know. But I just wanted to let you all know that I am a mother. There may be baby cries on the podcast. There might be little interruptions from my little five-year-old. I have a podcast with Meeting Hezekiah um, later in my older episodes. So you can go check that out if you want to see what my five-year-old is like. And maybe if I can get her to talk in one of these days, um, I'll bring her on. But um, yeah, things are different for me and I pray that they're different for the better for you too. Things are different for the better for me. And I pray that as they continue to, um, grow in advance and challenge you that you see the good that God wants from his will for you and not your will. All right. So adjust with God. Don't forget thinking, being, living, cooperating, collaborating. Okay. Until next time, guys, I love you all. Peace, love, and hair grease.